So let's praise the higher. Let's praise our Father. We give him all the praise and honor and glory today. So let's praise the higher. Praise Yeshaya. Yes. Let's praise a higher. Let's give him all the praise. Let's praise a higher. Let's praise a higher. So let's praise a higher. So let's praise him today. He is worthy of all praise. He is worthy of all honor. He is worthy of all praise. Ahia is worthy today. Let's praise Ahia. Let's praise Ahia. Let's praise a higher today. He is worthy of all honor and glory. He is worthy of all praise, honor, glory, and thanksgiving today. So we should be thankful for everything he's done for us. We need to be thankful for everything he's done for us. Gotta be thankful for everything he's done for us. Be thankful for a higher. A higher deserves the praise. A higher deserves all the praise. Ahia deserves all the praise. He deserves all the praise. So let's praise Ahia today. Let's praise Ahia. Let's praise Ahia. He is worthy of all praise. Let's give Ahia all the praise, honor, and glory, and thanksgiving for everything. He is worthy. You know, man thinks that he controls everything. Yeah, I used to be guilty of that. But you know what? Man cannot control anything. We always mess up. You know, look at everything that's going on. Even the people, you know, that are in prison. How did I get myself in this mess? How did I? Well, they thought they could do anything. What happened? They wound up. In prison, because you know, pride comes before fall. You know, we get in our minds pride, 
and you know that's what messed Lucifer up was pride. We can go to Isaiah fourteen. I think it's Isaiah 14. Yeah. Okay. Thy pump is brought down to the grave, and the noise of thy vials. The worm is spread under thee, and the worms cover thee. <clears throat> All right. This is... Shows you that Lucifer messed up. He got pride. And you know he became Satan the devil. So let's go to Isaiah 14, start at verse 12. How art thou... Fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will. Exalt my throne above the stars of Ayashiah. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like Ahiah the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Okay. So, this is what messed Lucifer up. For thou hast said in thine heart, so he said this in his heart, I will ascend into heaven. In other words, he says, I will. And then it says, I will exalt my throne above the stars of Ayashiah. So he's saying he will ascend up his throne, exalt his throne above the stars of Ayashiah. And then he says, I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north, I will ascend above the height of the clouds. I will be like a higher the most high. That is some um, being bold, you know, so what does Ahia said? He goes, Yet 
thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of, the, of his prisoners? Think about that. You know, he got that pride. Pride comes before fall. And the biggest thing about pride these days is you know they've got LGBTQ and they have every year June being Pride Month. So they don't realize that pride comes before a fall. Well, we are not to be worshiping anyone but Ahaya through Yeshaya. Well, you know where he messed up trying to get up there and saying that I and I and I and I, well, let's go to Exodus chapter 20. And Elohim spake all these words, saying, I am Ahiah, that Elohim, whom have brought thee out of the land of Mitzrayim, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, Ahiah, thy Elohim, am a jealous Ayashaya, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Okay. You see what he's saying here? Well, Lucifer's wanting 
thinking he could outdo Ahia, but he can't. Ahia created everything. And, I mean, really, uh, Satan thinks that he can outdo Ahia, and yet, he's got to get Ahia's permission to do anything. We could go to the book of Job. And and it tells you that okay that Satan that Ahijah allows Satan to do things to men to uh, he goes let me get a better flashlight This one's a little bit better than the other one. Yeah. Okay. Praise the higher. All right. We'll do Job. One, possibly Job chapter 2, depending on the time. There was a man in the land of Booz, whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared Elohim and eschewed evil. And there was born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels and 500 yoke of oxen and 500 she-asses uh, she and a very great household so that that man, that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. And his sons went and feasted in their houses every one his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And it was so, when the days of their feasting was gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning, and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them, 
Oh, for Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed Elohim in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. Now there was a day when the sons of Elohim came to present themselves before Ahiah. And Satan came also among them. Okay, so there was a day when the sons of Elohim, you know, the angels, <clears throat> came to present themselves before Ahiah, and Satan came also among them. And Ahiah said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered Ahiah and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And Ahiah said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth Elohim, and escheweth evil. Then Satan answered Ahiah and said, Doth Job fear Elohim for not? Hast not thou made an hedge about him, and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. So Satan is saying that if he was to, if Elohim Ahiah was to <clears throat> touch that stuff and make it not, that Job would uh, curse him to his face. And Ahiah said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went from went forth from the presence of Ahiah. Okay. Y'all ought to read Job one and Job two that it tells you about what Satan does. But Ahiah Allows him, said, okay, don't, he says like this, and Ahiah said, behold, all that he hath is in thy power, only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of Ahiah. Think about that. Ahiah is not a respect. He's not a respecter of persons. So if he done this for Job, to Job, if he done this to Job, let Satan try him. He may do that to us too. I mean, turned around, this is what happened. 
And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And there came a messenger unto Job and said the oxen were plowing and the asses feeding behind them. And the Sabaeans fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The fire of Allah is fallen from heaven and hath burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said that the Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away, yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. <clears throat> and behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked shall I return thither. Ahiah gave and Ahiah hath taken away. Blessed be the name of Ahiah. In all this Job sinned not, nor charged Allahim foolishly. Think about that, people. I mean, look at what happened there. Lost his wealth, well, lost his flocks and his uh, servants and his children and what he did not sin he said naked I was and naked I will be when I because you can't take nothing with you and so Job sinned not nor charged Elohim foolishly. Okay, let's read Job number two. Again, there was a day when the sons of Elohim, the angels came, well, the sons of Elohim came to present themselves before Ahiah. And Satan came also among them to present themselves before Ahiah. So here we go again. The sons of Elohim came and to present themselves to Ahiah, and so did Satan. 
And Ahijah said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered Ahijah, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down them. And Ahijah said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth Elohim and eschewth evil, and still he holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movest me against him to destroy him without cause. Okay. So he said like this, Although thou moves me against him to destroy him without cause, look at how good Job did. Okay. And Satan answered Ahijah and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. But put forth thine hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. And Ahijah said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thine hand, but save his life. In other words, Ahijah can put anyone in Satan's hands, but what did he say unto him? But save his life. Okay. So went Satan from, okay, so went Satan forth from the presence of Ahijah and smote Job with sore boils from the soles of his foot unto his crown. And he took him a potsherd to scrape himself withal. And he sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse Elohim and die. His wife telling him to curse Elohim and die. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What shall we receive good at the hand of Elohim, and shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin did not okay, in all this did not Job sin with his lips. Now when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him, they came every one from his own place. Eliphaz the Temanite and Bildad the Shuhite and Zophar the Naamathite, for they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him. And when they lifted up their eyes afar off and knew him not, they lifted up their voice and wept, and they rent every one his mantle and sprinkled dust upon their heads toward heaven. 
So they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights, and none spake a word unto him, for they saw that his grief was very great. Well, okay, what's going on here is he got out, Satan put all them boils on his face and from his feet to his, the crown of his head. Think about that. And his wife says, why don't you just curse Elohim and die? You know, he turns around and he says, well, ain't I supposed to, I take the good, ain't I supposed to take the evil too? I mean, he said just like he's supposed to, you know. It goes this way. Ahia allows this to happen because he's wanting us to serve him. I mean, that's the whole purpose of testing us to see how we do. And, well, you know, Satan wants to take us out. He wants to kill us. And there's a lot of people out there that's working for Satan. And they don't realize. They may think, yeah, I got the riches of this world, you know, and stuff. Yeah, I worship Satan because he's given me all this. But you know what? You're going to wind up losing in the end because of the fact that that money ain't going to last forever. You ain't going to live forever. It's all appointed for man to die once after that. The judgment. So, you know... Let's go to Matthew chapter 16, I think. We'll do verse... 26 of Matthew 16. For what is a man profited? Okay. What is a man profited? Think about this. If he shall gain the whole world. So you want to gain the whole world. Live in the world standards. Have all this money, have all this riches, fame, and fortune in this world, you know. And be like, look at me, look at what I've got. You know, that's what messed Satan up. We got on that on Isaiah chapter 14, you know, a little while ago. But it goes, for what is a man profited here at a... Matthew 16, verse 28. If he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul. 
Or what shall a man profit if he shall okay. gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You know? So, it's touchy here because, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Well, you know, you gain the whole world and uh, lose your soul. Well, if you're friends with the world, you're an enemy of Ahia. That's what it says. So, because Yeshaya turns around and he says, Then said Yasha, okay, verse 24 of Matthew 16, Yasha and to his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. So if we're trying to save our lives... Then, you know, we're going to be in trouble. But, you know, we're to, uh, <clears throat> it says, And whosoever loses his life for my sake shall find it. So if they come and they take us to kill us, are we supposed to fight back? No. We're supposed to take it and uh, because we'll be like a testimony. We lose our life for his sake. If it's for Yeshua's sake. For the kingdom's sake. In other words, we be preaching the gospel. And they... We can't really fight them because if we do and kill them, well, you know, murder. So, we don't want to be murderers. So, if we kill, you know, we wind up murderers. It says, thou shalt not kill. And it doesn't say what. So, it's a fine line there. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Yeah, we could save our lives by killing these people. But then you know if you live by the sword, what? You die by the sword. So, you know, we got to remember that.
But it says, but we're to deny ourselves and take up a cross and follow him. And it even goes on, barely I say unto, okay. For the son of Adam shall come in the glory of the father with his angels. And then he shall reward every man according to his works. But we're to strive to be like Yeshua. You know, he could have called all them angels when he died for us. But he didn't. He chose to instead to uh, die for our sins. He could have said, nope, I ain't dying for their sins. But he paid the price for us because he loved us enough. And so we're expected the same. Really. To, uh, it says that there's no greater love than to give your life for your friends. But here's what he's commanded us. Mark 16, 15 through 18. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Think about that. So we're supposed to be out there preaching the gospel to every creature. And this didn't give names there. It said, and he said unto them, go ye. So go ye, yeah, go ye. Who's ye? The one who's reading it. Oh, okay, so that means that, yeah, you got to go. Preach the gospel to every creature. That's what it's saying. No, yes it is. Yes it, you just read it, didn't you? Yeah, but that's not what it means. Oh, yes it is. And so, what is it that he preached? Okay, so let's go to Luke chapter 24, verses 46 and 47, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved, 
Mashiach to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. Okay, so it, thus it is written, thus it behoved Mashiach to suffer. In other words, to die on that tree for us and be buried and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name. So, repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. So, think about that. So, we're to preach repentance and remission of sins. In his, and preach it in his name, in Yeshua's name. And among all nations, some nations, no, all nations. So this is the gospel. Preach repentance and remission of sin. We're to tell them that it, thus it is written and thus it behoved Mashiach to suffer, and to rise from the dead on the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. It says that right here. So anybody that says that they're not supposed to preach repentance and remission of sins, if you're not, you ain't preaching the gospel. You're preaching a watered-down gospel. If it does not mention repentance and remission of sin. Without repentance and remission of sin, then you are a lost puppy dog. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. You're a lost puppy dog unless you repent of your sins. And surrender your life and live for Yeshaya.
Messiah. That's what it says. Repentance of and the remission of sins. It's the same thing as going through Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. If my people called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Well, what does repentance and re turning from your wicked ways, in other words, you're changing from that, you're turning away from being wicked and trying to live righteously through Yeshua. and live for him. The only way. That's the only way. You try to go in any other way, you're like a thief. That's what it says. You try to go in any other doors but the door of the sheepfold, you know. You know, repentance and baptism. Because in Mark sixteen sixteen, those that believe and are baptized shall be saved. But James, what about that other part where it says, but those that don't believe shall be damned. So it means we don't have to be baptized. It says those that believe, those that believe not, those that believe not will be damned. Well, you're trying to trick me into saying and agreeing when it says those that believe and are baptized shall be saved. But then it says, but those that believe not shall be damned. So that means we don't have to be baptized. Well, that first required it. But then it says, but those that believe not shall be damned. Okay, let's ask you this. If you, are you going to get baptized if you don't believe? Well, no, I wouldn't have to. If I believe not, why well, get baptized? You may try to hold me under and drown me. No. Well, why would I, if I didn't believe, would, why would I have to get baptized? That's the thing. Right there. 
if you don't believe, why get baptized? In other words, you're not going to get baptized if you don't believe. So why would he have to say, okay, those that believe not and aren't, are not baptized? So, it says right there that those that believe and are baptized shall be saved. But those that believe not, because what order did it say? It said first, those that believe and are baptized. So, the order would be those that believe not, well, they ain't got to be baptized. Think about it. I'm just trying to let y'all know the easy way through. So, there you have it there about it. But when you get baptized, you get baptized in the names of Ahia, Yeshua, and the Holy Spirit for the remission of sins and for the sins of your forefathers. Why for the sins of my forefathers? Well, you know, there's generational curses. And uh, also, he holds what? Those that hate him goes back third to fourth generation on the uh, children of those that hate Ahia. So think about it. But anyways, do not take the vaccine. We believe it's the mark of the beast. But if you've taken it, do not take another. It's part of the mark of the beast. We're not going to say that it's completely the mark of the vaccine itself. But you know it's got Lucifer rays in it. It's got mRNA in the vaccine. What's mRNA? Well, it's like a messenger RNA that supposedly talks to the messenger messages the uh, DNA and tells the DNA you need this, you need that. In other words, it alters the DNA. Anything that alters the DNA, I wouldn't want. Because if it alters the DNA, the DNA is what makes you you. So if you have your DNA changed, then you're not what Ahia made you to be anymore. Think about that. And then the Lucifer rays in it. Well, what, are they trying to make a race of Luciferian? 
Got the stuff off of uh, fireflies. And don't forget that also has pork in it. Gelatin. And also, uh, well, it's got stuff that I wouldn't want. So anyways, people, do not take that vaccine. It ain't worth it. Even if, even if it ain't the mark, well, they want to have uh, what you would call vaccine passports. They're trying to get these microchips and quantum dot tattoos. Gates has got a patent. Zero six zero six zero six. What's that? Six six six. Uh, patent for uh, digital ID twenty twenty. Look it all up. Study to show thyself approved. And uh, look at this weather. I know in Oklahoma. Because my wife told me that uh, I'm in Florida right now and she's fixing to be in next week or so. Hopefully this next week she'd be here. But uh, the uh, cold weather is supposed to be 18 degrees here tomorrow night. I'm in Mariana, Florida, and uh, supposed to be 18 degrees tomorrow night, and then 19 degrees Saturday night, 20 degrees Sunday night, 27 degrees Monday night. Florida, of all places. So, could this be something that harp? made up and then I came to realize on the 27th they're supposed to be using harp on some kind of an asteroid to get ready for the I guess 2029 or something like that I don't know but Anyways, it's something about some kind of a NASA and uh, and what do y'all think of all this stuff that's going on? All this. Wars, rumors of war. That president of uh, Ukraine was here in D.C. yesterday. I don't know if he was still there today. Why would the leaders of a country come to another country when they're supposed to be at war? 
I mean, I wouldn't be, it'd be like a sitting duck or something. Is that war really going on? We don't know. They could have it as a movie or something. That's what they did back in the day when uh, NASA went to the moon back in the 60s and up to 72. I mean, think about this. They could make a movie and make it look like it's real. And then you look at everything that went on and you know that the earth is flat. I mean, when you go out your door, look around. Do you actually see a ball? No, you see more like if it's a globe, it's a snow globe. You see like the straight land with a firmament or dome over it. You look at how the sky looks and everything, it looks like a dome or a firmament. And the sun and the moon is in the firmament. Just like we are. But the sun and the moon are lights. That's why I know they haven't been to the moon. You look at how bright that moon is at night. And it's a light. If it's that bright here, just think what it would be if you went there. There'd be no way you could see. I don't care how much you think that you've got these things tinted. You've got these astronaut uniforms tinted. Come on now. If the moon's a light, like Ahaya says, you're going to be blinded if you went there. And it'd be so much heat from the light that there'd be no way that a spaceship would be able to land there. Maybe the uh, <clears throat> ones that the angels that are high in the angels have gotten because what he makes, he can make anything. But what we can make now, ain't no way. Especially back in the 60s and 70s, they didn't have cell phones yet and all that. And they say that they, they did not have the technology. Ain't no way. And y'all have a prosperous evening in Yeshaya's mighty name and peace and shalom. And see y'all on the next broadcast.